You've just tuned into that really swell podcast. The voice of all things themed entertainment. This week's episode is brought to you in part by the following. Ride Again Bubblegum, the only 100% recycled theme park gum. Taste the park all over again. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 8 of That Really Swell Podcast. If you're new, welcome. If you're a returning watcher slash listener, thank you. Welcome back. My name's Julie. I'm your host. I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Alex, also known as Mr. Maker Mouse. Alex, greet the people. Hello, people. Welcome back. Thank you for watching. How's Julie doing? Are you asking them how I'm doing? Why would I ask them how you're doing? They wouldn't know. Oh, they Okay. I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm sleepy right now. I'm a little sleepy. I don't know if I'll be supercharged for this particular episode. It depends on the topic, really. I don't know. It's an Epcot episode. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Let's go. (laughs) In today's show, we're going to continue our Then and Now series. We're headed over to Epcot. Epcot. Epcot, right? Going to Epcot? We're going to Epcot. We're going to what used to be called Future World. Epcot Center. Epcot Center. We're going to Epcot, Epcot Center. Okay. Future World, Epcot Center, Future World. Yes, we're going back. So it's Epcot Center and Future World that we're going that to means. be talking about. I don't know what that means, but Epcot Center, Future World. Yes. The, the date was October 1st, 1982. Epcot's opening date. We are going to be discussing a opening date attraction, which is World of Motion. Cool. World of Motion was a pavilion in Epcot. Um, it was themed after transportation. Uh, <laughs> again, I never went on it. Sorry, Alex. I wasn't keen on Epcot when I was younger. I think you would have probably literally died on World of Motion. Why was it like not a lot of rides and slow pace and a lot of learning and stuff? That's, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> Oh, yeah, there you go. I may not have liked it. Um, oh, <laughs> so, the... <laughs> uh, so much knowledge. Uh, uh. Yeah, I didn't have, yeah, my, my attention span was short. It's, it still is, but um, <laughs> I can tolerate more things now. Um, so the main feature of the pavilion was an Omnimover attraction uh, that transported guests into the history of transportation because that's so fascinating for some. Um, <laughs> the attraction the attraction was narrated by Gary Owens. Um, some of you, probably most of you, depending on the age bracket, might not know who Gary Owens is. So Gary Owens, um, he narrated a lot of projects like the opening of Buzz Lightyear Star Command. Let me, let me, let me do, let me do, let me do the one. All right, Alex, tell us, tell us, who Gary Owens is in some of his projects. Please, you take the reins on this one. No, I'm just gonna talk about one and I really can't do the voice, but I just wanna do the voice because I love doing the voice. <laughs> okay, well, all right, wait, hold on. 
Let me say the other ones that I have here okay. and then you can tell. Okay. So he he narrated the opening of Buzz Lightyear Star Command. Um, he was the announcer in The Love Bug. And he also was the announcer. He announces a lot of things. He was the announcers for Muppets Go to Hollywood. And I'm kind of missing one. What, do you have one, Alex? <laughs> Go ahead, tell us what he also announced. And this may sound familiar to a lot of you once, or, or Alex. Or it may not sound familiar at all. Or it may not. <laughs> again, again, we are older than probably most who, who are watching. Who supposed to be? Even the people who did watch it will be like, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Garfield and friends. That was terrible, <laughs> but I don't care. I Man, I don't we kind of we hyped it up a lot. <laughs> I don't care. I loved it. He was the voice. He did the best you could. He did, he did the intro for Garfield and Friends. I love that voice. Ladies and gentlemen, Garfield and Friends. That's why that when I a... rode the ride, I was so familiar with the voice already, but I didn't know why. I didn't put two and two together. Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. You know what I'm going to put on the screen after that. The more you know. Wait, what? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> We're not in sync today. <laughs> All right. So the sponsor of the attraction was General Motors. Um, General Motors was impressed with Disney's Ford Magic Skyway from the 1964 New York World's Fair. So they decided we're going to sponsor this attraction because Disney does good stuff. So I never went on this attraction. Alex, can you please speak a little bit on it and tell the people what it was? Because probably a lot of people never went on it. Either. Now it's been a long time, close to 96. So, mm. but I feel like 96 was yesterday, it, <laughs> by the way, sense, for me. In a sense, yeah. But you know, like the memory fades. But yeah, I think this is probably the the most, in my opinion, the most uh, world's fairzy type ride that Epcot had, because they had really all the real elements of, uh, of a world's fair. And now, I guess I'll explain. Well, you'll explain that later on, but uh, it'll make more sense once we do. It was kind of like a combination. Of, have you ever seen the Saturday Evening Post, like old? photos of the Saturday Evening Post magazine with Norman Rock, Rockwell's drawings. Rockwell, right? Yeah, Rockwell. Ah, it's kind of like a Norman Rockwell painting where he had those exaggerated features, characters, very beautiful characters, but their noses were a little bit bigger, the heads are a little bit bigger, the bodies are a little bit elongated. It was like Norman Rockwell meets Chuck Jones animation it was a very whimsical ride a very whimsical explanation of uh transportation for instance they had a scene where we get introduced to the wheel so there's like a i think it was a caveman and he's showing no it's actually in babylon in ancient babylon a guy is showing that he's just built the wheel to a king, an ancient Babylonian king. Babylonian king's like, great, the wheel's awesome. There's three other jerks in the back. They have a square as a wheel, mm -hmm. a triangle, and I guess those are the two. I thought there was another shape. I can't remember. If there's another shape, let me know. But, uh, you know, it was always the actual real world events 
that helped transportation. And then there was a joke about it. Mm -hmm. There's another. Was this like a pre-show or was this no, like this the is, actual this ride? Is the actual, this is the actual ride. Okay. So okay. let me let me start from me. I just want to throw those little tidbits in there. It was a fun ride, actually. I think I say that about you being no. You would actually enjoy the ride. I say okay. you, I say you're bored. You would actually enjoy it because there was a lot of fun things to look at. Uh, this one was interesting because when you walked up to the building. You've seen the building, kind of cool looking. But then mm. there was really no queue that we're used to, even at that time, no queue at all. Did they just corral people in there, like yeah. livestock? Well, not like livestock, but <laughs> a lot of the line was outside. Okay. So I, I literally remember getting sunburned, waiting in line <laughs> one time. because it was. Oh my gosh. And then when you get inside, it was just kind of like a zigzag, you know, the zigzags you've seen before, mm -hmm. and then you get to the vehicle. But there was no signage on the wall. Mm -hmm. There was no props. There was nothing. It was just, you're inside now. Thank you, Lord. We're inside. There's air conditioning. That was about it. <laughs> so there's nothing to look at on the inside queue? It was just... No, because the queue was... Avoid? <laughs> really short. Oh, okay. I, the interior queue was really short and you got right onto the vehicle. You got mm -hmm. on, it uh, held four, six people, depending on the family, of course. And you go through and it just takes you through again, the stages of uh, transportation, like you were talking about. So you start off with, uh, I think it was, it was either somewhere between animal power, no, foot power, foot power. Okay. Like so the Flintstones. I knew. I knew that the moment I'd say foot power, <laughs> you would say the foot. <laughs> <laughs> what other example do we have? <laughs> so foot power, Flintstone style, but not so much picking up cars, but just walking. Then they mm -hmm. talk about animal power. So camels, zebras, horses, boats, uh, you know, man-made canoes from back in the day, ancient times. Uh, and then they go throughout progressing airplanes. Um, it was flight. Yeah, flight, then steam power, and then all the way up to cars and beyond. So into the future. Mm -hmm. that. But each one of those sections, there was always, like I was mentioning, they'd show you the history of it. And then there was a gag of it. So I wrote a few of them down. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Let me talk about flight. So with flights, you had, you know, Leonardo da Vinci, known for all his insane inventions. One of them, the flying machine where he's flapping away. But what was funny about that scene is that he's, while he is flapping on this thing, hanging from his ceiling, Mona Lisa's in the corner, impatiently waiting for him to finish, tapping her foot very angrily. Hilarious. That was on the ride. That was on the That's ride. That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, they had another one where there was, uh, for I think it was for flight, or possibly earlier, but they had a gentleman on a flying carpet, hmm. which was obviously ridiculous in mm -hmm. comparison to the real world. Uh, <laughs> they had a whole bunch of those like that, and they were all hilarious. And it not just for you know the gag or the laugh, but it also made you remember what it was that you were kind of learning at the time when you were going mm -hmm. through the ride. Uh, so yeah, the ride was full. 
of animatronics as well, which is always, you know, that's my thing. I love seeing those animatronics, but they all had those goofy features. So mm -hmm. big noses, kind of misproportioned heads, but not in a creepy way. It wasn't the uncanny valley. It was just very comfortable to see. Very com It's like mm -hmm. actually looking at live drawings, basically. Mm -hmm. And then once you get to the end of the ride, it was kind of like in Haunted Mansion where you're sitting in, in your doom buggy and you see the ghost in the vehicle with you. So mm -hmm. same effect here, except that your ride vehicle turns into a futuristic vehicle. So you're, oh, you're cool. seeing yourself riding in a future vehicle that they I think they just described, which is kind of cool. That's awesome. Then, like still today, you get out of the vehicle at the end of the ride and you go into the transportation center where they have all the new cars and the concept mm -hmm. cars and then interactive exhibits. So that hasn't gone away, but that's crazy. Uh, that's the same. Okay. That was great. I love that smelling the brand new car smell. <laughs> oh, that was the greatest thing ever. That weird guy's here again. He's smelling the cars. <laughs> Sir, just a moment. <laughs> Sir, just a moment. It's so weird. <laughs> so new. <laughs> oh gosh. So they kept that then. That's cool. Yeah. Um, do you know how long was it like a long ride? Like um spaceship earth, or was it like just something yeah, kinda ish. Kinda ish. I don't remember the exact time on it and I didn't look it up, but um it's one of those where you're not noticing. You just don't notice. How long you've been on there because it was just entertaining i feel like epcot rides are really really long like in a good way like i mean because you get i mean it's worth it because you wait a long time and you know it's good that it's not like one minute and it's over yeah so that's cool um what uh, did you i know like horizons was your favorite ride if mm. you can like uh rate world of motion amongst other epcot rides where would that fall like right below horizons or it was like yeah it's all right to pass the time and kind of cool off like it wasn't no not no because i just remembered um universe of energy universe of energy was the okay i mean we've done everything else <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> but this one was a top tier Oh, really? It was, okay. It's definitely a top tier ride. If I had an order to pick of three right now, I'd go Horizons, Spaceship Earth, World of Motion. Ah, cool. And, and actually, wow. depending on the day, World of Motion, Spaceship Earth. Mm -hmm. I like Spaceship Earth. Mm -hmm. It's it, it's a good ride to, you can take a nap and kind of like what? cool off. <laughs> take a nap on spaceship earth it's so soothing <laughs> it's like listening to a bedtime story a and just bedtime taking... <laughs> story yeah that, that like the narration sleep yeah thank the phoenicians so world of motion closed its doors on january 2nd 1996 and now okay so in our past episodes what what nothing i'm talking to the people not you don't worry about it keep going oh, okay so in our past episodes we've talked about turnaround time 
um, from a time an attraction closes its doors to literally like the following year, it will reopen um, the newer attraction. This is different <laughs> from everything else because World of Motion closed in 1996, Test Track opened in 1999. Mm -hmm. So like that took a whole three years from the time that it closed, um, the previous attraction closed to open. So that's different from everything else that we've talked about. Um, so test track, I've been on. You've been on test track, right? Right. Yay, right, we've both been on yeah. an Epcot. Okay, good. Um, so the high speed thrill ride of test track is currently located in World Discovery in Epcot. Future World. All right. So <laughs> General Motors actually sponsored Test Track as well. It sponsored um, World of Motion and then it continued on and sponsored Test Track um, when Test Track first opened. So the, the first concept when Test Track opened was guests would get in the test vehicles and the guests would essentially be the test dummies for the <laughs> for the vehicles. Um, so like you go through a series of assessments, speed, um, like the the weather, like climate control, braking, like things, everything that you need for a vehicle. You're the one that's testing it out. Why did we voluntarily do this? I have no idea. But I that's love, how <laughs> I love that version, by the way. I love the whole <laughs> crash test dummy thing. Really? And the queue. Everything was great about that one. It was so lively. So yeah, the guests were the crash chest dummies. Um, so the, the General Motors, it looks like the sponsorship from General Motors lasted from the time of opening, which was 1999 through 2012. Mm -hmm. So that was a decent amount of time that um, General Motors actually sponsored that. Yeah. But then, of course, like every sponsor, you know, that expired and they were then sponsored by Chevrolet was the next sponsorship for for test track yeah. and if there's a new sponsor you can look forward to a refurb <laughs> so test track was refurbished once um chevrolet took over the sponsorship for it and then our, like the crash test dummy concept was gone oh. and we were no longer the the test dummies. Um, now we get to design a special vehicle in the Chevrolet design studio. So um, when you're in the queue, you go into this mass. It's not massive, but like it's a decent sized studio. Everybody, every party gets your own computer, and it's like you design your car. I the don't way know why it, you're wasting your time. The way. The way it looks, you know, the color, the speed, the tires, you get to design the trim, everything on it. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And based on your design choices, um, your car kind of uh, does, you can see how well your car performs um, in these tests that you will do when you're on the ride. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Why? Why are you bitter? I'm not bitter. Why are you bitter? I'm not bitter. Don't misunderstand me this time. I'm not being bitter. But okay. you, you know what I'm going to say. Yes, I know. Okay, and just let me get through know. this and then you could do your... <laughs> And you know I'm right. 
Just let me get through this. So after the sheer excitement of designing your own car, like you scan your magic banner park ticket. So that way your design um, is uh, is associated with your banner park ticket. Right. So then when you right before you enter the vehicle, you have to scan it again. So that way, when you're going through the ride and you're performing all these different things, or your car, your vehicle is performing all these different tests according to how you built it, mm-hmm. it's, again, um, it you see it on screens after each test, like the your car, because you can also name your car too. And you, you can see your design pop up on the screen and um, how, whatever place you took, you know, out of all the cars that were going first place, second place, whatever. So then... Um, the final test is the speed test, which is the the best part of test track. Um, it's the speed. <laughs> and you get to see how fast your car performed by doing the speed test, which, you know, it takes you all around the building outside and it's super cool, super fast. And then your car is like slanted sideways and it's just amazing which by the way um, is probably why it took so long to uh open up test track because they had to build that new that build, outside that new uh, technology. i mean they had a, quite a few issues they were blowing out tires because the oh my gosh the, <laughs> the vehicle was doing more than the tires could handle so they had to make special tires for that there's a lot of a uh, lot of technical issues that went through with that it, it's, I mean, it's, that's the draw of the ride, right? Like when you're even walking by test track, you can look up, you see the vehicle zooming by like super fast on the outside of the attraction. And then you hear it, it's loud as anything. And you're like, that looks so dangerous. Let's go do it. <laughs> so like, it's, it's really, really cool. Um, so yeah, you get to it. So they call it a sim track. So you can see how your vehicle performed after all that hard work of designing mm-hmm. a vehicle. You get to see how it performs, and then work. all the hard work. And at the end of the ride, there's a big room with a giant screen where you can scan your magic banner ticket, and then it will pull up your vehicle, and you can see how well your vehicle performed against everybody else um, that was in the design studio at, you know, with you. So you get to see where it kind of ranked, um, you know, amongst everyone else in the car or other groups that were riding in other vehicles with you. Well, both it's like, it's whoever scans their magic band, it shows you like how it ranked. I don't remember exactly how, but there's no, like, Oh, you have to wait till the next group or whatever. It'll just pop your vehicle up on the screen and you Mm -hmm. can see like the score that it got. Um, and then like Alex said, after, um, you're done with the ride, the, the Chevrolet showroom kind of is the same. Like there's vehicles in there, there's games that you can play. Um, it's like a little interactive area. It's a decent size. It's not small by any means, but it's kind of similar to what Alex was describing when, um, world of motion was still around. I hope we never hope we never really get a uh, car sponsorship from <laughs> Chevrolet because I'm going to say I enjoyed it. Ah, jeez. You're going to ruin it, it's it not for a, us. It's not, uh... Someone was about to give us a free car. <laughs> yeah, right. Jack it up. <laughs> it's not a nostalgia thing, but I enjoyed the General Motor vehicles better than the Chevrolet vehicles. I don't know. They kind of... Why? 
I don't know, they're just kind of blasé to me in comparison, design-wise, to the General Motors one. Blasé. Blasé. I went through that. I mean... I've been through, you know, to that one. And, you know, I went down and I put my hands on and I smelled them. And went, did you smell the car? Did you smell the vehicles yeah, like you did before? The smell wasn't exactly the same? No, no, no. It wasn't. Okay. So Alex prefers the original version. Well... This is specifically so different. Specifically, <laughs> Surprise! I know specifically the vehicles. I'm not talking about the ride. I'm just talking about specifically the vehicles. Okay, so you prefer the General Motors vehicles over the Chevrolet vehicles. I do. Tell us what you do like about Test Track. Current version Test Track. Current version. Pull something that you do like, like search within your soul <laughs> about something positive that you can say that you like about the ride. It has AC. True to Disney form, there are many Easter eggs in the <laughs> test track um, of the World of Motion. So like, if you miss World of Motion like Alex, so much that he can't even find one positive thing besides air condition in the current test track um if you look for them you can find easter eggs um like they the world of motion logos are located on the trash bins mm -hmm. if you look there you also have murals around um test track and the attraction's main sign so like they still kept little easter eggs of world of motion for people like alex that just you know want a little bit of nostalgia in the modern world <laughs> i always enjoy that it's like i've eaten my meal here are the bones take the bones <laughs> look at that trash bin <laughs> thank you sir thank you <laughs> this t-shirt you gotta be grateful so really other than air condition there is nothing nothing not even the speed test at the end like well, i'm not i don't i don't care for speed that's not my thing when i go to parks it's like Actually, I know it's funny, but roller coasters and all that speed, that's the most boring thing to me in the world. There's nothing okay. exciting about that. But, How about uh, building your car? Well, see, designing. Here's my problem. Cool. Okay, well, Great concept. Julie, when you go as a family and you all are super excited, like you said, to build your own custom car, when you go to build your car, each individual gets to build and design their own vehicle with love and heart and excitement. But once you get to the ride, do we all get our hard work displayed in the vehicle ride? Do, do we get to experience all the hard work we put into? Or do they just pick one? <laughs> It's all the same experience on the ride. Wow. Okay. Wow. Are you running for office? Because that is it's a politician <laughs> answer you're giving me. Yes or no, <laughs> madam. It's yes all the no. same experience. Do you all get to experience your own creation, or is it just one person that gets to pick or experience their own little creation? It's just It's not one. an It's just I'll It's answer not for me. Uh, It's just one answer person. for me. That's crap, man. I spent all this time designing, <laughs> figuring out, and then when I get there, oh, what? Oh, you're just throwing <laughs> mine away, and you're picking some kid I'm not even family with that's sitting in the back. <laughs> Great, thanks. Appreciate it. 
Disney. That's <laughs> that's what happens. Okay, so I have two daughters, and um, we have like. I'll take one daughter and my husband will take the other one. And so like, let's say I, I take the youngest, right. And then she's making her car pretty and pink and stuff like that and picking what looks good. And then my older daughter, she's 14. She's like looking really into it. Like, okay, what's going to give me the best speed. Okay. I'm going to put this on here. Cause it's going to help. And, so, and she puts so much work into it. And every time we've got a test track, <laughs> My my younger daughter has one. <laughs> she always won. And then I feel so bad because my older daughter put so much work into it. Like it's the same ride experience for everybody. It's just random, I guess, how they choose it, but it's so funny. Yeah. So But then also you can't they can't change the ride, the the uh animation that was inputted into the ride system cannot change per vehicle. As far as I know, Test Track didn't do that or it doesn't have the ability to do that. And I don't think they did that with any upgrade. Your input is not affecting that ride. Okay. So it's a do lie. <laughs> it's a lie. Do you ever just go on a ride uh -huh. and just want to enjoy it? Like, you know that you're not actually building a car in three minutes, right? You know that the work that you put in that computer, it's not like that, accurate. That's my point. I know. So it takes Yeah, it, but it takes away can't you fun. just enjoy it? Can't you just like make something to make it I'm and sorry, then enjoy not, the ride? Not everyone who goes to parks, remember, <sighs> can live in a happy bubble. I don't live in a happy bubble, but I mean, goodness, just sit and enjoy no, the I'm ride, not, man. I don't even do that. It's just wasting my time. Like, why would I build this if I'm not going to experience it? Why? You're obviously not the target audience for this no, and many not. other rides. And when, they, <laughs> and when they get older and they figure out that, oh, wait, I wasn't doing anything at all. And then you enjoy living vicariously through the children and family that you do experience the ride with. That's a different story. So. I do that all day. I'll take everybody who's... Uh, a kid on that ride with no problem and watch them smile and be happy. That's great. I'm not going to enjoy the ride. I'm going to enjoy their enjoyment of the ride. Because it's stupid and it's a lie. Oh my gosh. All right. And also, <sighs> let me just say this also. The, you know, I'm very much of aesthetics. The aesthetics of the new ride, which is kind of like you're in like a virtual world, right? Mm-hmm. Hey. There's a bunch of neon lights. Doesn't really me. But that's not cool. Like seeing a truck almost come at you and hit you with like, you know, and it has neon lights and stuff. <laughs> that's not like that. That's awesome. <laughs> Jeez. I think it looks cool. Alex likes the air condition. <laughs> So if you see any ride photos, if you guys go on this ride and you get a ride photo with a gentleman like this the whole time, that's probably Alex <laughs> <laughs> with Mickey ears. Why does he go to the happiest place on earth? And he's just so angry all the time. <laughs> Check your ride photos. <laughs> Every single ride photo of replacement. Every ride, ride photo is like this with Mickey ears. <laughs> 
people are going to be checking their ride photos now. <laughs> I want to see if I found him. Oh, gosh. All right. So now it is my favorite part of the show. Hold on. Question. <sighs> what? <laughs> this question is to stall from the quiz and trivia. But uh, did you, this is the only test track you experienced, the current one, or didn't you do the one before that? Um, if I did the one before that, I probably did it once. Okay. I didn't do it very many times. Okay. So it's, um, it's, I don't, I remember it vaguely. I, I'm I pretty think... sure we must have done test track at least yeah. once before. Yeah, the, the I, I mean, I, I think I don't I don't want to say I never did it. I feel like I did do it before the refurb, but not a lot. Mm. So it's not fresh in my mind. Yeah. Are you done stalling? Uh, so what's your favorite color? <sighs> my favorite color is I have trivia. <laughs> <laughs> we have trivia like we always have trivia it's my favorite part of the show alex are you ready for your first question no i am not all right first question no. is <laughs> how far apart are the trash cans from each from each other at let me finish stop interrupting you always interrupt how far apart are the trash cans <laughs> uh, at Walt Disney World? What? This is, has nothing to do with test track. Okay, are there are there trash cans in Epcot? Yes. That wasn't the question. How far apart are they? <laughs> uh, far enough that they're not together. Okay, you failed that one miserably. All right, so the story goes that when Walt Disney designed his parks, he wanted to keep it as immaculate as he could. Mm -hmm. So he sat down and watched guests walk and carry their trash. 10 feet. And see Ten feet. how far Ten feet. they would go. So you would carry your trash only 10 feet before throwing it on the ground if there's no trash trash receptacle I, near I you? I said throw it on the ground. I'm not a savage. Ten I'm not an feet. animal. Jeez. Oh my gosh. I'm just throwing numbers at you. Okay, so. 20 feet. He would sit on a bench and watch guests and then just count how many feet they would go before they would get tired of carrying their own trash. 30 feet. And so that is how he decided to put trash cans within 30 feet. Boom, I got it. Of each other. You got it First wrong. First try. Because you First just try. kept guessing. First try. Just like Batman. <sighs> Lego Batman. First try. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question number two. <laughs> Name the only place in Epcot that has live animals in it. This is a trick. Only one. This is a trick question. No, it's not. 
There's only one place in Epcot that has live animals in it. Who wouldn't know this? Some people don't know. Impossible. Tell me then. If you know, tell me. I'm going to say something. You're going to say it's incorrect, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. The Living Seas. <laughs> what is the current name of that uh, attraction? Uh, uh, the Living Seas. Uh, that's what the answer is. I'll give, I'll give Alex partial credit for that. It's The Seas with Nemo and Friends. Partial credit. Actually, half credit now. <laughs> <laughs> For that, <laughs> you want zero credit? <laughs> Keep pushing it, Mister. Keep going. <laughs> You're doing bad on this one as it is. I will turn this monorail around. <laughs> okay, last question. What is the fastest ride in Walt Disney World? In Walt Disney World. In Walt Disney World, what is the fastest ride? I don't know anything about fast rides. So there's Space Mountain. There's Tropical Thunder ride, fast thing. Tropical Thunder? <laughs> I don't know. I just made that up. Wasn't that the movie with Robert Downey? <laughs> uh, Tropic Thunder. <laughs> no, I meant uh, Big Thunder. Big Thunder. That's not really that fast. Mm. There's uh, Everest. And then there's Test Track. It's one of okay. those. It's either... So... I have no idea, but it's either Mountain, Everest... Test track. It's one of those that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Now think of it as a multiple choice mm -hmm. and pick one. <laughs> <laughs> because I demand an answer. <laughs> okay, let's see. I'm going to go with. I already forgot the third one I said. So I'm just going to go with Space Mountain. Because <laughs> I forgot what the other one I said. I think it's the Test fastest... Track. I think it's Test Track. The f is that your final answer? I'm going to say Space Mountain, but I think it's Test Track. Okay, you can't say one, but think another. What is your final answer? Can't have all the things. Can't have all the things. <laughs> What's your final answer? I just gave it. I said Space no, Mountain. No, you can't say something. <laughs> That's how the old so you, mind works. Do you want to log in, lock in Test Track? Yeah, I'm locking in Test Track, but I think it's Space Mountain. No, you no. said it the other way, the around. Other way around. I'm locking Wait. in Space Mountain, but I think it's Test Track. Okay, why would you do that, though? Because that's how I, my brain works. Don't even try to ask. Okay, the correct answer mm -hmm. is Test Track. Mm -hmm. Reaching speeds up to 65 miles per hour. I told myself I thought it was. Uh, I told myself. <laughs> How dare you lock in Space Mountain self. Idiot. <laughs> reaching, um, reaching speeds up to 65 miles per hour. Test track is the fastest ride in Walt Disney World. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Currently. Because Let's see what happens when. Tron. Tron. Yeah, let's see what happens when Tron comes. Um, see how fast that one goes. But I was going to say, know. that was the big deal. I was remembering a big deal at the time with Test Track, and it was bad because it, it was the fastest. Yeah, it was the fastest. But then when you go on it, or you think about it, and you're like, 65 miles an hour, I go faster than that on the highway. 
So it seems very fast. I think it's because it's going in a giant circle, like a big loop, and it's on like an angle when you're on the car. So it makes you feel like you're going faster than what it is. Also, probably the the height that you're at and that you're open. You're not inside. Yeah. And you're feeling. So you get to feel the wind on your face. It feels very fast. <laughs> so yeah, that's I love that ride. It's so cool. So that's, I mean, yeah, I know you don't like that ride, but whatever. <laughs> Something I don't like it. I just think they could do better. They could do better. I always uh, say, I always yeah. say, as far as because the draw of the ride is the speed at the end. That's what you're waiting for. That's the big end. Yeah, it's right? the best part. So mm -hmm. I think the story before, because all rides have a story that they sit down and write. I think the story is kind of weak. It's a good idea, but I don't think it was executed as well as it could have been with the you know, choosing your own uh, or designing your own vehicle. I don't think it's strong enough, especially because it's like a like a movie that, you know, the plot breaks in the middle of it and then it messes up the rest of the movie. So like this one, the break for me is that not everyone, after all that work, gets to experience what they've done. So it kind of like it dissolves. Like my older daughter. Yeah, like you're like... <laughs> 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 it kind of dissolves the experience after that. You kind of get deflated. I think no. uh, in Disney California Adventure, uh, the Cars ride, Cars Line ride. Mm -hmm. not an, yeah, that one looks cool. Not an exact comparison, but I think what I'm talking about, the whole idea of the concept up front, the story leading mm -hmm. to the fast stuff at the end is a better execution of this idea yeah you, and if, if you think about it, it's kind of like a it's kind of a not a carbon copy of of test track mm -hmm. but they're kind of similar in that they have the uh the um the speed at the end right. but no i agree the storytelling in the one in um disney california adventure is better than yeah. this but the kids like the design studio yeah. so like you know the children Who doesn't are want to press buttons demo yeah i mean I like it too. I think it's fun. <laughs> but yeah, test track is, I mean, again, take it with a grain of salt. You may like it. You may not like it. If you've never experienced it before, just go and experience it for yourself. Yeah. I mean, As you know, it's, it's rare. Yeah. So yeah, you got to everything subjective. So you got it from both sides of the coin between me and Alex, but you have to just go and have fun and just experience it on your yeah, own. Yeah, I'm kind of really like. happy that we're not filming this in the same location, because I think along with the verbal banter, there would be physical violence. <laughs> show up to your door. <laughs> this is for a recording two hours ago. <laughs> We're going to go on this ride today and you're going to have fun. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to punch me. Oh, gosh. All right. But um, again, like everything else, we want to hear from you all, your experiences. If you've been on Test Track, if you've been on Worlds of Motion, if you want to go on Test Track, just, you know, talk to us. Connect. We have all of our socials, TikTok, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and then you could also comment down below and let us know your thoughts. Did your design get picked? Did your design get picked? Did your design Or were get... you the sucker who Disney slapped in the face and said, no, we're not picking your design? Oh, gosh. I... 
So comment down below and <laughs> just, reach, just reach out to us and we will choose a few comments and go over them on future episodes. Um, and also you can email us at that really swell podcast at gmail.com. And we have lots of ways to reach out to us. So yeah, just pick one and go with it. We want to hear from you. Um, if you had fun today, we could appreciate it if you would like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You guys know what to do by doing that. It helps us grow and you can see more of us in the near future. <laughs> Did you have fun? Yeah I, yeah, I had fun. Are you sure you had fun? Because you seemed very angry for a good portion of this with the design studio really concept love, and the telling of the story. You love labeling me as an angry individual, don't you? Aren't you, though? No, I'm not. I'm a very fun I think, individual. I think, no, no, no. If um, we, uh, and you could insert clip here, in our figment episode, I asked you to name um, your senses, and you started off with anger, uh -huh. rage, right. jealousy, <laughs> uh -huh. right. and now you're telling me, am I an angry person? Yeah. Or I like labeling you as yes. an angry person. I don't. I'm not labeling you. I'm going with the facts of what you've presented. <laughs> To this day, 20 plus years <laughs> to this day. I feel like I can speak on this. Okay. I'm just going to smile. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> anyway, you guys know what to do. If you like seeing us argue, you'll see a lot more of that if you subscribe and like and do all the fun stuff. So thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember, whatever you do, whatever you do, do, do it. Do it swell. Do it swell. Do it swell. I said last. Swell. Do it swell. <laughs>